Hey everybody, welcome back to Confessions of a Mad Mind. My name is Christy Page and I thank you so much for joining me today. I wanted to address some issues today and I'm going to treat this podcast like I treat my blog. And usually what happens is when I'm inspired to write, um, I write and not a second sooner. So I don't have a writing process. I just write when I'm compelled to. So I decided to do this podcast today because I wanted it to be very real, very candid, and very honest. And it's actually a really difficult podcast for me. So bear with me. I'm sure my voice is going to shake a bit and I'm going to be fighting back tears as I talk to you, but I feel it's a discussion that needs to be had. And I hope that more people get to get an opportunity to listen to it. So through this process, um, through this legal process, I was the victim of sexual assault and rape in 2017 in September. I have been going through all of the steps uh, to get to trial, to, to hold my assailant accountable. And it has been extremely daunting. And there is not a moment that goes by or a day that goes by that I don't receive some type of correspondence, um, whether it's a phone call or a text or an email um, in regards to this case. And so every time it's like ripping a bandaid off of a wound. And sometimes the calls are quick and the emails are easy to address. And it's just a matter of, can you be here at this date and time? Sure. And sometimes they're more lengthy and we have to get into the details of my attack. So since this process, I have gained over 20 pounds since my attack in September, I've gained over 20 pounds. And that is a really hard pill for me to swallow because my entire life, I have been a very healthy, very active individual. Before this attack, I spent my days either hiking or kayaking or surfing or swimming or going to the gym or all of the above. And since this happened, and immediately, especially immediately after this happened, I cocooned off and I just stopped doing anything. I mean, anything and everything. I had fear in my heart. I didn't want to go anywhere by myself. Um, all of my friends and family work. So my hikes where I would used to, I used to go on five and 10 mile hikes by myself in the middle of nowhere and be completely content and happy. I didn't feel like I could do those things anymore. Um, I felt fearful. Uh, same thing with the beach. I mean, I basically, I mean, let's just be honest. I went basically everywhere by myself except the gym. I would force people to come to the gym with me because I hate going to the gym by myself, but everything else I did by myself and was very content and very happy in my solitude. I'm one of those people who, um, thrives, uh, in my downtime. And so that was my downtime. That was my solace. And I felt like I could no longer do those things safely. Um, as my assailant is not behind bars, he's out, um, while he awaits trial. So that's part of the reason. And it wasn't like I turned to food for comfort or anything like that, that that's not what has happened. But for me, um, I not to get too involved in my medical history, but, um, I went through surgically induced menopause, uh, years and years ago. And so all of my hormone levels are off. Um, my metabolism has slowed quite significantly and I'm over the age of 40. So I have to work three times, four times as hard to maintain a healthy weight than a normal person. So with a normal metabolism and you know, whatever. So it's been, it's been disheartening. And 
at first, I wasn't going to step on the scale, right? I, I put the scale away. I knew that I was gaining weight. I know how my clothes were feeling and I could see it. I could see it in people's facial expressions when they looked at me, um, how different I looked. And I would say to myself, you know what? I'm going through this process of healing. So I'm going to give myself the time and not beat myself up about my physical appearance when my emotional and mental health are more important right now. So, uh, so that's what I did. And that's what I've been focusing on. And oh, that in and of itself <clears throat> is very difficult. But as I started focusing more and more of my time on my emotional and mental well-being, my physical health, the physical condition of my body started to deteriorate. And I knew that I would have to get everything in line in order to be as healthy and as strong as I could be to see this legal process through. Because the emotional oh, stamina that you have to have to go through something like this is unfathomable. And there's no preparation. Uh, nobody prepares you or trains you to be raped and go through the legal process of, of, of justice. Um, I've trained for tough mutters. I have trained for fitness competitions. I have trained for marathons. I've trained for all of that stuff, but nothing, it was nothing. I would rather run, you know, 20 full marathons or run my way across the United States than, than have to endure and train for this, this kind of a thing. So it's been a daunting process and I wasn't going to step on the scale because I knew it was not going to reflect anything positive. I knew that whatever the number was, I wasn't going to be happy. At least right now. So ironically, I remembered, of course, of course, I, so of course I stepped on the scale, right? I stepped on it. I couldn't help myself. I took it out of the closet. I cleaned it off. I tested the battery and then I stepped on it and I looked down and I stared at the number and it was more than what I thought it was going to be. And I just kind of looked at it and I literally stood on this scale, looking down at that number and realized something miraculous. I didn't get as upset as I thought I was going to get. And I couldn't believe it. I looked at the number and normally that number would have sent me into a spiral of depression that I would have vowed never to eat again. And, and just, I suffered in the past and have been institutionalized, hospitalized with anorexia and bulimia. So that seeing a number like that would have just triggered such an emotional and mental, you know, response. And it didn't, I looked at that number and the thoughts running through my head were, this does not define me. This number does not define me. This is not a reflection of who I am. I refuse to allow this number to be a part of my makeup or to make me feel a certain way. 
And then I remembered I wrote a letter two years ago in April about my scale. And I realized that it was in that closet for a reason. And so I'm going to read the letter to you and then we'll have a little discussion. And then I welcome any of your comments and uh, criticisms. Constructive. So here's a letter. I can't do it anymore. I just can't. And this time it isn't you. It really is me. I don't even know when we started this relationship. It goes back as far as I can remember and it has never been good. We've never had good times. Certainly none that would justify keeping you around for so long. But I did. And that is my fault. I gave you far too much power. I allowed you to determine my worth. Even on days when I would be feeling my best, one look at you would send me spiraling into a sea of depression. I allowed you to take from me my best moments. It didn't matter what I was doing or who I was interacting with. If you said the wrong thing, I would be crushed and then impose restrictions on all future activity and enjoyment as a way of punishing myself for not being what I thought I should be. And where did that come from? When did I start allowing you to control my thoughts and moods? Why are you so hard to get away from? This hold you have on me is like no other. I want to escape you, but then I wonder what I will become without you. There have been times when I've walked away triumphant, and in those moments, I thought I would be strong enough to never go back. But somehow, that was always temporary. When I go back to you, I feel weak. I feel defeated. I feel angry. I feel like I failed because logically, I know I am worth so much more than what you reflect back to me. And each time I set limits and I say that maybe I'll only see you once a month, which becomes once a week and then once a day or more. Even the times I've kicked you to the curb, I found myself sneaking to find ways to see you. I would seek you out in grocery stores, at friends' houses, anywhere I could discreetly bring you back into my life until my need for you was so great that I would invite you back in. And the saddest thing is that by definition, you are benign. It is I who has given you this dangerous ability to affect me, to make me hate myself, to make me doubt, to make me deconstruct myself until I was stripped of anything positive. I turned on myself because of the power I gave you and it has to stop. I allowed you to assign a numerical value to my entire being. I no longer wish to look into your cold face and see things that I know have no real meaning. I no longer want to look down and see and feel knots twisting inside. So after careful consideration and a true head to toe assessment, one that wasn't based on the things that you showed me, I decided I would remove you from my life once and for all. And before you get things twisted, I will not invite you back. I will not seek you out. I will no longer look into your face void of emotion. You do not know me. You are a thing, an object that I assigned a voice. And I am silencing that voice once and for all. I am breaking up with you, Scale. I will not step foot on you again. My worth cannot be assigned a numerical value. We are done. Sincerely, me. So, two things. One, I didn't throw the scale away. I put it in the closet. <laughs> so, let's just be honest. That didn't happen. Two, obviously I stepped on the scale because I told you at the beginning of that that I did. Um, but what I was proudest of was that I looked at that number and although it's not anywhere near where I was and it's not anything that I would be typically, you know, quote unquote happy about, 
I just accepted the number. I just said, okay, that's the number. That's what it is right now. And my desire is not to be a certain number. It's not like I want to be 125 pounds and that's it, or I'm not going to be happy because I, I lived that life. I used to set goals for myself like, oh, I'm just going to get down to 100 pounds or I'm just going to be 95. I just want to be under 100. I just want to be 95. Well, I just want to be 90 pounds. I got down to 80, between 82 and 84 pounds and I looked horrific and I was incredibly unhealthy and my heart suffered effects from starving myself and diet pills and caffeine and laxatives and, you know, anything I could get my hands on that would increase my metabolic rate and my core body temperature. And I, I messed with things that, you know, you shouldn't mess with. And never, never, no matter what the number said, no matter what it said, was I happy. I never stepped on it and went, yes, awesome. Now I'm a happy person. That never happened. So it certainly wasn't going to happen when it said what I didn't want it to say. And it certainly wasn't going to happen any other time in my life. So what was the point? So what I want you to take away from that is that you can absolutely 100% change your mindset. You can absolutely 100% make a choice every single day in every single circumstance whether you fail, whether you falter, whether you screw up, whether you go back, whether you, whether it's a guy, whether it's a job, whether it's a girl, whether it's a, you know, purchase that you've made, you know, buyer's remorse, whether it's anything, you can absolutely go back and change your mindset. It can happen. You can rewire the way that you think. So although I stepped on that scale and although it did not reflect anything that I wanted to see, I didn't let it destroy me. It didn't go drastic, you know, off to one extreme, starving myself and, and whatever. I didn't do that. I said, okay, this is where I am now. This is not a reflection of who you are as a person. This is not a reflection of who you are as a human being. This is not a reflection of your worth. This doesn't make you anything other than this number. That's all it is. It's a number. It could have said anything. So I hope that... My story, my honesty touches you in some way and I hope that you realize that you can rewire your own brain and, you know, think positively and just accept who you are and where you are and, and believe and know that that's okay. That's okay. Wherever you're at right now is okay. That's all I have for you guys today, a little longer than usual. So thank you for joining me. Um, as always, I welcome your comments and your constructive criticism. You can find me at www.christypage.com and reach me on all social media platforms there. Uh, thank you so much. Bye.